Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Retire your overplayed playlist. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. So you can discover new-to-you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off The Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today is usually a day where I recap Real Houses of Beverly Hills, but since we didn't have a new episode, but of course we have no lack of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills drama, I decided to bring in my bestie. He's also a Bravoholic and a skincare entrepreneur, Ivan Signs. Hi, Ivan. Hi, Sam. Oh, my God. How are you? Are you so excited? I'm good. This is such a nice little reunion. A podcast reunion for the ages. Many, <laughs> many, many years ago, we had a podcast. I we will not be saying the name. No, no, <laughs> that should be scrubbed from the internet. We truly recorded from our beds. Yeah, yeah, that was we were in the trenches. Um, but it's we were fighting I always, for our lives. <laughs> yeah, I always said that you had like the best voice, and I still stand by that. And so I'm glad that is to so see so kind. That <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. This is going to be so fun. I have so many okay. little fun games and quizzes. Yeah, and things. Ivan, Topics let's discuss this. So normally, you know, a guest comes on. I have like an outline, usually loosely prepared. Mm-hmm. But Ivan, Ivan was like, "No, we got games. Like I have games. We have <laughs> giggles to, to talk." And I'm like, "What? What does that mean?" Well, once Beverly Hills was canceled, I was like, we need to make this exciting for people worth their time. Yeah, because we were going to talk about the Aspen trip. Right, but we didn't get that. But we didn't get that. But we will have fun games, and I feel like people will like some of the questions I have, because I feel like people, you discuss all the episodes weekly, um, Uh but there's there's more in your brain. There's more information there to be poked and prodded and shared. Okay. Okay, well, before we get into your games, I just want to talk about what's going on in the Bravo Cinematic Universe right now, and that is that people are coming for Garcelle's Child mm-hmm. in the comment section. And I, I I, don't... Do you understand, like, where it began? Uh, no, but I would even correct that statement and say that it's not people. It's, it's bots. bots. And I would say it's, like, one individual person who's, like, taking this on, but... Yes, overall, it is the uh, the appearance of many people attacking Garcelle's son with, like, wildly racist it's and horrible. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. I, I don't know how one would even go about purchasing bots. And, like, do you... 
it it's so bizarre to me and I don't understand really like where it began I feel like it started with Diana talking or posting screenshots of like a conversation like a text conversation and then it became Lisa Rinna and then it became this and it was yeah I don't understand the origin like assuming that it's Diana which clearly we don't know but people are speculating on the interwebs like I don't get why Garcelle would be the subject of that versus like a son. I don't either. It's very weird. And her son, like, I feel so bad for him. He's like 14 years old. He's starting school. He made like a whole Instagram story about like what's going on. And he's like, this is not okay. Like I'm being harassed online by fake bots. Right. It's horrible. No, it doesn't. It doesn't even make sense. Why? why and people are are upset with Bravo for taking in their minds too long to come out with like a statement of some kind. And I just want to remind everybody that Bravo is a corporation. Like at the end of the day, <laughs> like this isn't like mom and pop. Like, you right. know, this isn't the pioneer woman. This is Bravo. Yeah. And they're run, they're owned by NBC. Like they can't just like say anything immediately. For sure, yeah. <laughs> it's like, not just like the social social media person who gets to, like whip out their phone. And be like actually, I'm talking no, about this no, no. It's nothing like that. And it's like I'm glad they said something. You know, of course, I wish there was maybe something said sooner, but that's just not the way the world works. And of course, I thought to myself a few days ago, I was like how come the girls of Beverly Hills like aren't saying anything? I was mm-hmm. shocked by that. But then I really thought about it. And I was like, maybe Bravo told them not to because they were like, we have a statement coming. Please don't add any more fuel to the fire. Right. You know, I don't know. And oftentimes these women can't be trusted to say the right thing, like, especially mm-hmm. over something so delicate. Like you would think mm-hmm. that they're evolved enough to say the right thing. But <laughs> I mean, come on, be real. Like, but they're it, not. there's a very high possibility that they would try that they would be harmful in an attempt to help. Yeah, I mean, even Lisa Rinna in her original statement days ago, like brought in other people's kids. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like you can just focus on Garcelle's son right now. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, I get it. Like Amelia and Delilah have gotten like their fair share of like, you know, hate. But like this was. This was next level. This and was he's, over, over and the top age And he's 14. Exactly. He's literally a child, so mm-hmm. it makes me sick. And everyone's sick. Do you want Diana at the reunion? What are your thoughts, feelings, comments? Do I want her at the reunion? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she People are like, I don't she want her there. Roasted. I'm like, thank you, Ivan. I have been seeing all over the place, like, she better not show up to the reunion. I'm like, are you guys okay? I'm like, I want a confrontation. I want her roasted on a spit. Yeah. I want Brandy Redmond to walk on stage with a chair and put it in the middle <laughs> and say, you have to sit here like she did in Dallas. That's that, a real weird throwback. But. I love that. That was a deep cut. But I want that level of like, we're going to eviscerate you on the spot in this one chair. Do you remember when Brandy Redmond got COVID <laughs> and they didn't even get her like a lamp to sit in front of and they, no, <laughs> they you put were- her on like a TV? Maybe you guys have the same producers that wouldn't give you that selfie light. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, I had to beg for a ring light. I was like, please. <laughs> but you know what? He said that he just thought I didn't need one. So that's like yeah, very sweet. But um, if I'm going to be on YouTube's, <laughs> yeah. please, please, I need to be lit up. I even moved my desk 
I moved my desk in front of the window to get me like something. I was looking truly like a corpse. (laughs) I'm doing the same right now. Um, What other thoughts? Sorry. What are their thoughts? What other thoughts Um, you have on Beverly Hills? I want to hear right now. I have some comments. Yeah. Oh, please share. So a funny anecdote is I love Garcelle more than anything. Like I feel like she is my favorite housewife in an extremely long time. Like Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. It's next level. And the other day I tweeted, um, if I had to save either my mother or Garcelle, I would thank my mom for raising me as I lowered her casket. <laughs> and, and I knew that that could be perceived as insensitive. So I was like waiting for people to respond. Like, this is not cool. But nobody did. Everyone laughed. Everyone retweeted. So I was like, oh, we're all on the same page. Like we would all, <laughs> we we would, would all make the same choice. Yeah. Like that's the power of Garcelle, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, you know what? It was a risky tweet, Ivan. It really was. (laughs) Obviously, I loved it. But I was like, there's going to be a fucking person on the internet and be like, my mom died. Like something. Like, and that didn't happen. And I, that's just honestly the power of Garcelle. And Mm -hmm. okay, quick, quick. Oh my God, this just came to my mind. What are your thoughts on Cherie? Because she posted a happy birthday to Diana yesterday. In the midst of all of this, and I'm feeling a little friend jumper. I'm feeling a little, I'm not, I'm not liking it. Yeah. So she posted one story in two comments on the actual post, mm-hmm. which is excessive. Even if you're trying to remain cordial and just do the bare minimum, three is excessive. Yeah. Also, I don't even comment on like your happy birthdays. No, absolutely not. You don't even wish me happy birthday. Yeah. Um, but also Garcelle is so into loyalty that yeah. the idea that you would do this, like, at, to what cost? Like, they're not even that close. It's not like she's sacrificing, like, another real friendship. You know what I mean? It's like, this is another mm-hmm. stranger you met, and you're sacrificing this, like, 10-year, 15-year friendship. It's not yeah. okay. I know. Sure. I, I wonder, so let's say Diana does come to the reunion, because in Dubai, obviously, I really haven't been watching, which is my, my bad. Um, but I, I'm excited for the reunion, because it looks really good. And Lisa says to Caroline, you're a Jeffrey Epstein's book. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if at this reunion for Beverly Hills, like Diana's connection will be brought up. I don't know. That'll be interesting. I mean, mean, I don't think she plans on coming back. So I could see her skipping because she's like, I don't necessarily care about this paycheck anyway. I don't care about whatever. Like I'm gone, but I don't want her. I want her to show up. Course. Me too. And she fumbled Asher's bag. He was about to get a record deal probably. <laughs> I know, the show. I know. And they're like, we uh, don't want to touch him. Yeah. Um, Remember when also, he looked have... at... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go first. No, it's really not important. <laughs> Neither is him. So I have a theory <laughs> that the reason there was no Beverly Hills episode this week it's is home. because the producers slash editors were waiting to see what the audience response would be and we're, are going to carefully craft slash edit the Aspen episodes accordingly. Because oh. they're in a tricky position as Kathy's like by far the fan favorite and mm. Rinna and Eric are the most despised. Yet they have this juicy drama in Aspen that's potentially gonna hurt their their star. And it's like, how do yeah. they handle that? I'm sure there's been many a meeting about it, but I think they were like, why don't we just give ourselves like two weeks to like see what audience reactions are and yeah like give people time to like cool off maybe i don't know and rinna posted a 
video over the weekend I think I don't know all of my days are like blending together it was maybe Monday where she was like I've said way worse things on this show and I haven't received this much hate but I'm like yeah but we're sick of it now like that's Mm -hmm. the point and you're also and it's also just like really transparent like it's just not yeah or it felt more uh I don't know. It's it's so out of place now. Like she's just yelling in, in her backyard for no reason. <laughs> she's like, yelling in her backyard. And I am sick, Ivan. I am sick and tired of her businesses and her lunch parties. It can't be real. It can't I be don't, real. It can't be real. A Rinna wine, Rinna rosé, it cannot yeah. be real. It's just, it's no Ramona Pino. Also, why wouldn't you try to make it authentic? Like, I feel like there, there needs to be like a business coach on these shows where they can be like, mm-hmm. hey, like, if you really want to sell this, like you have to integrate it into your life in a very mm-hmm. real way that people respond with. Like, yeah, you can't just be whipping these out every 12 months. And like, <laughs> it's not well, authentic. I mean, it was like very Cynthia Bailey. Like I was getting really sick of Cynthia towards the end because every season it was like sunglasses, backpacks. Like, yeah. Uh, remember that like modeling academy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what the Lady- fuck was that? Yeah. Ladies leave your jobs at home. Yeah, <laughs> Kanye looked at that girl and said, I can see her coochie crack. <laughs> oh, uh, I also days, love being here because I know you love Kenya. And I feel like that feels like a safe space for me. You love Kenya too? Are you yeah, team for all? I do, for sure. Yeah, I love Kenya. We have a friend who hates her. Um, like, no matter what she does. <laughs> she, could, <laughs> she could save, like, a child from a burning building and who'd be yeah. like... She could, she could cure cancer. Yeah, it, w- it just wouldn't be right. Um, do you have any final thoughts on Beverly Hills? No, I did have a, I feel even, I feel torn sharing this, but I had written a note where Please I was just talking to myself. You were so was, prepared for this podcast. Like, I'm shook. I had like a joke about like the Garcelle bots and then someone confronting Diana and then Diana be like, oh, I thought they were saying I should bot something <laughs> and I love to buy because that's what she used last time. She was like, I don't understand. She's like, bot, buy. She's like, yeah, she doesn't <laughs> understand. Or she, she tends to use it, it seems um to get out of things so i always find that really interesting like remember when she thought like dark Mm -hmm. men like and i was like diana you're like thematic dark versus skin colors like i'm sure so i have a note that said nouveau rich more like nouveau bitch but i didn't want to say that (laughs) i'm telling you he is like so prepared for this podcast it's amazing like i am truly drooling on my computer like i don't know (laughs) what i'm doing every single time i'm on this on this podcast and ivan's like i have an outline i have games um what are your okay so atlanta i feel is going through a transitional period and i don't know what to make of it i don't know who to keep i i personally feel we should keep the cast maybe the same maybe get rid of this is going to be a hot take but get rid of Sheree and bring in like Portia Ooh. okay yeah that would be a bunch of all-stars it would just be Atlanta all-stars yeah I'm for your lips can do a whole lot more than kiss your lips express love and speak your truth plump your lips with juvederm volbella xe or juvederm ultra xe for natural looking results that are completely and uniquely you find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at juvederm.com that's j-u-v-e-d-e-r-m.com add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with juvederm volbella xe or juvederm ultra xe do not use if you have severe allergies or a history 
history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Um, I love Atlanta, and I feel like for some reason, it bothers me less when they give me less. Like, I feel like I don't get mm-hmm. as angry with, as with other shows, maybe because they've paid their dues and have had such phenomenal seasons. Um, and I am enjoying the season. I feel like I really love the Kenya Marlowe feud, because I feel like they can actually go toe-to-toe. They can. I just wish it was something more substantive. Because, like, if you were to ask me what the storyline for this season is, I'd be like, um, dunking on Drew? Like, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Dunking on Drew is the storyline. Like, every week week, that woman just embarrassed herself. (laughs) And I love it. Like, I don't want her going anywhere. I thoroughly enjoy, (laughs) like, laughing at her. Because she doesn't get it. Like, she's not in on the joke. She's not in on anything. So I really, I'm enjoying dunking on Drew. And I really love Sanya. Same. Not a single person working on that show, whether it's on camera or behind the camera, likes Drew. (laughs) Nobody, (laughs) the editors, producers, like the castmates, you can tell. And that's what what sparks so much joy. Um, But back to Sanya, I like her too. Yeah, I when they did that side by side of Drew at the beginning of during um when she said she lost twenty five pounds, I would you would never see me again. No, no. Like, I'm trying to imagine in what world like my producer on this show like did a side by side of me like, <laughs> like I would kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> like I you would... don't understand. I would. I mean, it truly I would die. Like that. It took me back. Do you remember? In Orange County, when when Shannon Bedore like stood in front of her trainer, yeah, and let her belly hang, and he just goes, "Wow," and he just kept going. He was like, "Whoa, we got a lot here. Whoa, like that's how I would feel like if someone ever put a picture of me like that up. I would, I would feel like everyone was collectively just going, "Whoa." That was at least on her own volition versus this was yeah, like, this she was... thought she was like, I'm killing it. I look so good. And the <laughs> editor's like, we think not. <laughs> we, we doubt and, that. And they don't live in that house. Like there's just no fucking way Ralph and Drew live in that empty McMansion. They go back to Kim Zolciak's old condo. Like they cannot <laughs> be living there. And she has like four assistants allegedly. From where? And then, he, what? and then he was like, he's like, I want you to meet my editor because I don't want you to think anything's going on. It's like, she doesn't just think that for no reason, Ralph. Like you said, you yeah. were going to give this woman a massage or something like, oh, I this love them. Book, this book is the strangest storyline. Every time it comes up, I cringe. I want to like, I don't move. fully get it. He's I'm like, you're writing a book about being a stepdad, but you said you're going to adopt him, but then you chose not to. And now you're going to write a book about it. Like, I don't. I feel like that should be a chapter. And that's like, what not to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. And Uh, they're just, uh, they're an interesting couple. Really. They truly hate each other. (laughs) Drew hates him. Drew hates Oh, he finds her repulsive. Yeah. 
if my even if my partner was writing a book and I disagreed with it on camera, I would pretend to be like support it so I could like yeah. so we can get whatever. She is like shits on the book like yeah. every episode. It's, it's his face. Time. She's like, I don't get it. This sounds really dumb. <laughs> and he's just like, actually, he's the worst. Like, he's such a nerd. Turtle. I looked up his. I looked at his job recently on Google, and it was like he produces kids' music, like lullabies. That's a red flag. I feel like he doesn't do that. No. He's not making kids bops. No, absolutely not. Um, can um, we talk about when Sonya and Kenya were having their back and forth and Kenya was like, name one time I've done that. And Sonya was like, let me think. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you just need to pack your bags up and go home. Like, No, like if you're going to come for Kenya, like you have to come with your ducks like in a row. Like you have to be ready to go, ready to roll, mm-hmm. like ready they to fire little- things up. <laughs> the little ducks with little rifles, little yeah, <laughs> equipment like the whole little thing. military ducks. Yeah, it's great. Like, and so for her to like stumble, I was like Sanya. Like this, just first of all, I don't think that Sanya's personality to like like read people, which I kind of like that about her. But like, then don't come for Kenya. Mm-hmm. Period. No. no. The devil himself Although do I don't that. really get Kenya's problem. If someone was two hours late for like an event, I was I would be so pissed. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, okay, what are the okay, I'm really intrigued. I really want to get to these games because I just don't know what you have for okay, me. Okay, so before we go to the games, can I just give you my yeah. thoughts on Dubai? Oh, oh please share your thoughts. I know I've seen your thoughts, I've seen it on the gram, we've talked about it. So two things. <laughs> my thoughts One. are like I really don't have any. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, but you have a short. lot of thoughts. You like? Do you like Dubai? I'm enjoying Dubai. And okay. So Great. one thought is when we so most Bravo shows don't do that well in the first season, no. with the exception of Salt Lake City, which was like a hit from the beginning. Yeah. But when we got when we got Salt Lake City, we hadn't gotten a new show in ages. We were starved. We were frail, famished, locus, famished on the side of the road, and they gave us Salt Lake <laughs> City, like. That show could have been strictly in the beauty lab parking lot, and we would have like we would have like made it a ratings hit. We, and now you're right, you're right. And now we have all these things. We have crossovers. We have Winter House. We have Peacock, Miami. We have Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. So like by the time Dubai rolled around, we were full. We we've been eating. We're like little fat kings at like the Bravo <laughs> Castle. We are possibly overfed. I you know. I agree. There's a lot coming at us. So you have more selections. So I feel like that could play, you know, a role in why people aren't as excited. It's because you have yeah. all these other great things. We're to just fat kings. To. Little fat kings. Um, the other thing is <laughs> that I am pretty certain that either Dubai or uh, the UAE is paying for like a pretty substantial portion of the show because it feels like a giant advertisement. And like Dubai, Dubai does this often. Yeah, because Dubai like. They recently had Zac Efron, like Jessica Alba up there for like a mini action movie that was like really expensive. Uh, they do this all the time. They get these huge celebrities to come because they really want to promote Dubai tourism. So I am um. certain that they're, because a lot of it is just an advertisement. It's like, look at our indoor ski stuff. Look at this resort we have. Look at the mall. Okay. And that's that fine. I don't really, that doesn't, that doesn't bother me. But my thought is because Dubai has very specific laws about like, vulgarness and shouting and stuff like that like i wonder if they then have to worry about how it's being presented because like Mm -hmm. i don't know if you saw the episode with like caroline brooks and sarah when they're fighting in the desert 
and the producer <laughs> producer steps in and then it's just sort of like it gets cut i've <laughs> There are just times when I'm talking about these shows where, like, I have an out-of-body experience and I hear, like, what we're really saying and you just being, like, Caroline and Brooks having a fight in the desert. I was like, hang on a second. Like, what is going on? It was was absurd. But, again, I just worry about how it's affecting the show and whether Mm -hmm. Bravo has any limitations. And this is all conjecture. I absolutely know nothing about this. Yeah, but you were really smart. So, like, you're an escalator. You're a lawyer. That's true. So I know everything about You wear many hats. I'm a know-it-all. And maybe I do. (laughs) Oh, Bethany is really on a tear on TikTok. Don't get me wrong. I watch every single one. I'm going to send her some easy truth. What are your thoughts on Sergio? Sam, don't give this to me on air. Why? (laughs) Why? What do you mean? Because I don't... That man... Is I'm not a man. Let's start there. He's a boy. Oh, he's a boy. He's and boy. he's a he's a twink. And it's just and you not, can I say that he is the as... last person I would ever picture Caroline Stanbury with. Like she needs a man. She needs she needs like like a her ex husband. Yeah, exactly. She needs yeah. another of that. Not this. He annoys her to no end. He has too much energy. He's just wildly insecure, codependent. Like she is the antithesis of all those things. Like. What yeah. is going on here? Yeah, I just don't buy their relationship. Like when I see them together, I don't see the chemistry. I don't see the. I just don't no. see it. No, it gives me. And like their a Instagram Marlo. is real weird together. Yeah, yeah, it seems like Marlo taking care of her like nephews. Honestly, <laughs> same vibe. <laughs> same vibe. I really want the best for them. The boys. Oh, the boys. I was like, for Caroline? Not for Caroline and Sergio. No, I. they need to get an, an annulment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I agree. Okay. Please tell me about these games. I'm literally dying so, to know. I was going to categorize them into like specific things, but I didn't because who at the time? So I just have some questions. Okay. You can, you can choose to answer or you can say, you know, you can play the fifth. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. So you, we shall start. Okay. So you get a lot of behind-the-scenes tea from various sources. Uh-huh. Who is a housewife that people think they know, but that you're like, mm, that's not really who they are? Like, based on info that you've gotten, that mm-hmm. maybe never made a tear. Okay, Tinsley. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I won't ask, I, I, I assume I can't ask why. There's just thing I don't think people... Like what I was saying earlier about how people I think forget that Bravo is like a corporation. Like they're not just out here. This isn't like a documentary and indie, you know, doc. <laughs> um, I think people also forget that there's like a whole production aspect behind these shows. Sure. And like you have to, if you're going to be a good housewife, like you have to come ready to like share your life. And I think we're seeing that like with Rinna, like people are tired of her not really sharing anything about like her actual life. And Tinsley was like that. And there's a lot of things that went on behind the scenes with Tinsley and her personal life that allegedly, allegedly that really should have been talked about. I think it would have been really important, really impactful. I think it could have helped her. It could have helped other people. And I just, yeah, I just, that's how I feel, but I'm excited to have her back. Honestly, I'm, I'm excited to have our girls back. Is she for sure? I'm pretty sure she's, oh. yeah, allegedly for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, alleged, you know, know, one of those. Okay. Moving on. 
Yeah. You wake up in the middle of the night, startled because there's a man standing at the foot of your bed. You realize it's Andy Cohen, and he says, Sam, I'm making, an, I'm making you an executive producer on Potomac. However, we've lost 20% of our budget, and we need the next season to be a rating success. You have to let go of either Karen or Giselle. And they want it to be a success? Yeah, so like we need the next season to... Oh, they like, need like the money, so they have to fire someone? Yeah, they have to let someone go. And on top of that, they're like, we need the absolute best season, just at a lower cost. So who do so you So we got to fire go? a big, a big, um, big player. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fair wow. <gasps> who would you pick? Um, I think Giselle... Is... I'm leaning towards getting rid of Giselle. Yeah, I think I'm, I would probably get rid of Giselle just because I love Karen so much. I, I do love... think Giselle. No, but I love Giselle. Storylines. Yeah, she's exactly. a storyline maker. Yeah, so Karen just makes me laugh because I feel like we would have enough storyline to get us through with like Ashley and Michael or Candace uh-huh. and her mom or like Mia and um, whatever Mia's got going on. Um, yeah. Remember her husband? Remember who was like licking his lips? That was really crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah so I would pick Giselle to go, which is okay. really devastating. I can't believe you just made me do that and know, have it sorry. recorded. <laughs> um, okay. Moving on. If Eileen from Beverly Hills was still around, which is a okay. game I like to play often. Yeah. What do you think her role would be with both with this Erica like legal stuff and this Rena unhinged stuff? Because she was be- part of their little white women Destiny's Child group. No, she would be Garcelle's friend. She, because okay. they probably know each other in the industry forever. She was very, I'm rewatching the season right now, the Munchausen season, um, okay. with Rena, obviously, doing whatever she did with Yolanda. Mm. And Eileen was like very against it, was very okay. not on board, was like, this is not okay. Like, why do you think Yolanda is like manipulating everybody right now? Like, True. it's really, really weird. And I think she would be bummed to see, like, what has become of the ladies. And I think she would ultimately be on the side of, like, the right side of history. Yeah, the the side of justice. Exactly. I I completely agree with you. I I miss Eileen. I'm going to say it. I miss that bitch. She was an angel in a jumpsuit. She was that (laughs) denim jumpsuit when she went like this in that jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. I was like. I love iconic. Her. Iconic. <gasps> Fun fact about Ivan and I, and forgive me, maybe maybe I'm making this up. I don't think I am, but <clears throat> we were never an Erica Jane. We no. were never Erica Jane people, and that was a really a hot take for a long time. Like you and yeah. I were fighting the good fight. We were like, we there's were something in off. The trenches. Trenches. Like, we were. There was gangrene. Armorless. We were armorless. <laughs> like we. We're truly fighting for our lives. And we were, again, a hot take coming at you guys with some hot takes, some old ones too. We were team to read during Panty Game. <laughs> I know. People, that's, yeah. that's, people aren't ready for that. They're not people ready for the People can understand it now, but not then. We were no, ahead of our time. People, back then it was a different, it was really crazy. It was like guerrilla warfare over this. Like, you know what line I think about often that she said that I feel like didn't, didn't make it to like cups and shirts, but it should have. But at one point I forget who she yells at. I think it was Erica or Rena. And she goes, if I can smell your breath, you're too fucking close. <laughs> I don't know why. I love that was that. to Rena. 
Mm-hmm. And then PK, he like stepped in and he was like, you're inherently cold. Like, oh, yeah. it's so good. And she had that gold foil hair mm-hmm. and like looked fucking crazy. And I loved it. Like, and I'm sorry, like, I don't think it was a big deal that she brought Erica panties. It's a joke. No, Erica takes herself so fucking serious. Erica was the downfall Dorit- of Beverly Hills. In Dorit's culture, you bring people panties. I don't in know which Dorit's culture. culture. <laughs> she has, She's she a like child of the world. <laughs> yeah. So in one of her cultures, I know for a fact you bring people panties. Yeah. Just we uh, just don't okay. know which one. We don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. You're okay. shopping at Home Goods on a Tuesday, like you usually do, because that's when it's empty. And uh-huh. a worker starts trying to get your attention right by the oversized rugs. He's like, Sam, Sam. And that's when you realize it's Andy Cohen. He's undercover. because Why is Andy Cohen? <laughs> okay. Andy Cohen is undercover at HomeGoods hanging out by the large rugs. Got it. Okay. Yeah. okay. And he has one question for you. Only. Okay. He's like, hey, I've, I've seen your LVP post as of late. Should we actually bring her back? Or do you think you're just romanticizing what she could have been? Oh. I And this romantic- is her back with the... Okay. I'm romanticizing who she was. Okay. Because it's one of those, it's like Aviva. Like I look back on the Aviva years and I'm like, I fucking love her. Like she was crazy. She was, got her inhaler. Like she was nuts. She threw a leg. Like kids. Yeah. When she was like, keep it down. And then she was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, I love her. Like she was so unhinged. And I really just think, Lisa when she was good she was really great and she fell off and that makes me sad like she lost her magic yeah I wonder if she'll even be at BravoCon probably not they probably can't afford her no offense yeah no none taken Sam yeah (laughs) (laughs) I don't are you going to BravoCon yeah yeah okay that's what I thought okay okay okay. I'll show you there um, speaking of, so you're in New York City for BravoCon. You get into your cab and you realize someone else got into the cab on the other side. Is it Andy and it Cohen? Is, is he the cab driver? No, no, it is none other than Rachel Smith, the senior vice president of development at Bravo, which I had to look up. <laughs> and she says, okay. she says, listen, bitch, I've been drinking with Dorinda since last December and I totally forgot to think of any new shows. Okay. What do you want to see more of on Bravo? Like, is it more Housewives? Is it more competition shows, more crossovers, NYC prep? You want to see Tabitha take over something else? Like, what do you want? I would love more shows like we used to have where it was like Tabitha Salon Takeover, the Rachel Zoe project we had flipping out. There was like more shows other than like these ensemble casts. Like, I liked kind of following like this one person and their kind of like crazy world. You know, I don't need like a Southern charm of Anna Pump Rules, like, I don't want any more of that. I feel like something really fun, like, you know, Tabitha Salon Takeover, like, bring her yeah. back. Like, she was really ahead of her time. Honestly, Rachel Zoe is one of the most underrated Bravo celebrities um, mm. of all time. She gave us Brad Goreski, uh, which to some people is a blessing. Others, it's a curse. Um, I would like to see like, more of Tabitha that. Is like, Tabitha is like government takeover. And we, like, throw her into CDC. Like, yeah. And you know I, what? You don't have to include that part. No, please. <laughs> you don't. You absolutely. We're keeping it not. in. We're keeping in Tabitha's government takeover. <laughs> you okay. know, I mean, she'll be next in line. Oh, oh, okay. And then, so Rachel Smith, you know, whatever, senior vice president of development yeah. of Marvel, right before she gets out of the cab, she looks mm-hmm. at you and she goes, hey, should we bring Carol back for Legacy? 
Carol Radswell. Yeah. Bring her back. Bring her back. I love her. Mm -hmm. I love her. And I really go back and forth with the Bethany Carol thing. Like in the moment I was so team Bethany and then I rewatched and then I became team Carol. And now I'm kind of team just like, what the fuck happened? Would you bring her back? I think I would. If I was looking at the old seasons, I think the, the her early last days. season was a little bit rough and she was pretty angry oftentimes. And I get why she wasn't being portrayed the way she wanted to be portrayed. But it's also like you got four years of being portrayed amazingly. Like everybody loved you. So it's like you are, you're always going to get your turn at like mm-hmm. the shitty seat. And I feel like she just hated that seat so much. Had she just sort of leaned into it, stuck around, she probably would have been on the up the next year. You know if what I mean? She like, didn't tell Andy Cohen that he was full of shit. And, like, then go on, like, a rampage about Bravo after. I feel like she could come back, but I don't think we'll ever see it. No, I don't think we'll ever see Carol Radswell ever again. (laughs) I I will be really shocked. I've been seeing a lot online about Dorinda coming back uh, for Legacy, and I honestly would be shocked. She's not. I can't imagine that. that. Unless she's, like, in some, I don't know, unless she just sunk a lot of soul searching, I can't picture that but maybe she will yeah Ramona seems uh, very unbothered she's like an Aspen shaking her ass she yeah I mean she's always been sort of unbothered she has no tether to reality no god I wish I was like that yeah doesn't that sound nice yeah. she's I like really look at her. people that like aren't self-aware or, like they're like kind of ignorant and I wish I was like that I feel like it's just yeah. like ignorance is bliss you know I think it's a key to both success and happiness yeah. It's like the less you know, the happier you'll be. And also like you'll throw yourself into situations where it's like a normal person would be like, that's that's gonna be so cringe. And they're like, nope, yeah. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Amazing. Um, who would you rather raise you? <laughs> oh. Marge Marge Senior or Mama Elsa. That is so cruel. Like I love Marge Senior, but I I don't think she was a very good she did the best she could I'll say that I think she did the best she could um but I really I would like to be raised by mama Elsa I feel like I'd be raised with a lot of wisdom a lot of laughs and money crystals crystals glow like she always had those like um like a crystal ball type of thing very spiritual okay same Mm. question but trauma edition (laughs) oh okay (laughs) Who would you rather raise you, Mama D or Dale Mercer? Mama D or Dale? Oh, both their daughters are extremely stunted. Um, but <laughs> who's more stunted? Um, I would go with Dale. Yeah. I feel like Dale's yeah, like it. less mean. Like she doesn't like. I don't think Mama D likes Deandra at all. Like I don't think right. Mama D she is like, like overtly I, cruel, <laughs> cruel wow. to her daughter. And I think Dale's is maybe rooted in some in like goodness, and she just like she just yeah, knows she's just a like, helicopter you, like, mom, right? And she like yeah. she wants you to lose weight, so you'll find a suitor, and you're like, ah, this, yeah, that's like but... yeah, okay. Um, name one housewife <laughs> who is definitely smarter than you, and one housewife who is probably not. Oh, okay. Um, smarter than me, literally, oh, Bethany Frankel, um, Carol Radzewill, um, Vicki Gunvalson. <laughs> um, I, honestly, I 
think Vicky is actually really smart in business. I don't think she's uh-huh. very smart in other areas of her life, but she's she ran that Kodo. Yeah. She's been in Kodo for like 25 years. For sure. Um, yeah. And the housewife who's dumber than me is like Teresa. Okay. Yeah, we hate to say that. Who has a but... podcast, and I'm not one. I love podcasts. I love bring on all the podcasts. I think it's a great a great thing for everybody, but I, I don't know if I really want to hear what yeah. Teresa has to say. No, she needs a ghost talker. She needs a ghost talker. <laughs> um, okay, this one's tough. Oh, boy. Okay. okay, I'm almost at the end in case you're like, please wrap this up. Shit. No, I like uh, it. It's good. Who do you okay, think? Wait, so, who do you think is smarter than you and who do you think is dumber than you? Oh, oh um, I mean, I feel like I, I agree with all your answers. Okay. Um, definitely Bethany and all this. I'm trying to think who's dumber than me. I brought up the list to see who was dumber than me. Um, Leanne Locken, dumber. <gasps> dumber. Yeah. Remember her dress, her like 52 st- ways to wear or something? <laughs> yeah. That was not great. It was crazy. Um, um, I'll just leave it at that. I don't necessarily know. I don't think, I'm going to say it. I don't think Lisa Hochstein's very smart. Oh, that too. And yeah. I Honestly, love anyone, Lisa. Anyone who's voting red, it's fine. Um, you can say that. Sort of... You can shame, okay, I just say, you can I wasn't shame sure. Republicans yeah, on anyone, this podcast. Okay, anyone voting red probably lacks some. Um, so like 90% it. of the house. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Let okay. me, I want to I want to change my answer to 90%. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what is really fun, like an interesting fact? I'm not going to say a fun fact, is that during the season, I want to say eight or nine of New York when there was like the election, and they went around, Andy Cohn, do you remember this? He went around at the reunion mm-hmm. was asking people like who they voted for because it was like so politically mm-hmm. charged that season because like obviously we saw it. Trump won, everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it got to Luann and Luann said, I'm not going to say. So everyone just assumed that she voted for Trump. But actually, yeah. public record states that she voted for Hillary and donated wow. more than Carol. What? Shocking. This is the biggest bomb we've dropped. Yeah. All I know. Because wow. everyone, because Andy Cohen even was like, oh, so it's like 50-50 split um, with like the cast, like who voted for what. And wow. he just assumed Luann obviously voted for Trump because she didn't want to say. Wow. But she didn't. I love that. Luann is actually eat. very progressive. And I think people. I was going to say, she lived in Europe for so long. She lived... Do you remember her? um where were they before they were stars or something? And they, mm-hmm. Luann did hers and they were like, she fell down a mountaintop and she had to carry her mm-hmm. kids and the Swiss air patrol or snow patrol had to come. She was a game show host a game sh- in, in Italy. Italy. She was a model. A so model. I listened to, I, I listened to a podcast once with Andy or I listened to something with Andy and he talked about, someone was like, why did that show not keep going? Like, Think, okay, like please tell me. He's like, you guys made like three of those and stopped. And he's like, we quickly realized that the other housewives' backgrounds weren't as layered as the ones we chose at the beginning. He's like, there's a reason we went with Luann first and like whoever else. He's I think like, they did me after, too. He's like, but after that, he's like, it got a little bit. <laughs> it would have been a little bit too brief. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like a 10-minute show, just like quick, <laughs> yeah. like during commercial. Um, who's a housewife that you would want to hear their like life story? I'm really inter- intrigued by Sonia's. Mm. 
I find there's so much there. Andy Cohen played a game on Watch What Happens Live with her where he was like, which celebrity do you know? And she knew like all of these people. Yeah, and but like, I would want her. I would want her attached to a lie detector test just so we can see. I, I need I need proof. Like, I, there's got to yeah. be photos, video, some accountability. Yeah, something like that. Wow, this is like mm-hmm. really a trip down memory lane with you, Ivan. I'm really enjoying this. Me too. And you look um, so good. It's a huge light right in front of my laptop. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're talking to me. I'm literally blurred out. I have, like, yeah. my ring light and I'm sitting in front of a window. Um, yeah, okay. I was going to say Chanel from Dubai also has, like, a very interesting <gasps> very. background. She does. She worked Wildly. for Fenty. Did she? She knew Rihanna. She worked for Fenty. Oh, wow. I didn't see. I didn't know see? that. She, she, and she opens up so much on the show and there's still so much there. Mm-hmm. Still I've heard. Who's your least favorite on Dubai? Um, uh, probably. Oh, uh, the boring one, uh, Nina. Yeah, I when I was watching, I wasn't really captivated. I do think she's absolutely beautiful. I think everyone on that cast is like beyond gorgeous. But um, I also think Sarah's got some darkness to her. Yeah, except I can't criticize Sarah too much because I feel like I am a little bit of a Sarah. Why do you think you're? Let's talk about this. I am so intrigued. Who, what housewives do you think you're most alike? You think so you're Sarah? I, I've always wanted to be, so I used to love, and you know this, Heather Thompson. Oh, like, guys. I, I was a He was hala a hala, mama. He was a hala hala mama. mama. <laughs> I had the merch. I, had, I, was, I started the club. He really was. Because you don't understand. I loved how protective she was over over Carol specifically, but really all her friends. And she really went to bat for them. And I feel She's like... She's a mama bear. Yeah. I have a very... I can have a very sometimes like combative personality, but I think <laughs> I try to be um, like cautious about how I use it. And I feel like I saw yeah. that with her too, where she, like, she used it more for other people. She versus, wheeled like, it for own. good. Yeah. So I feel like in an ideal world, I'd want to be like a Garcelle slash Heather because I feel like they both okay. have similar... But you are self-aware, so you do know that you do have some Sarah maybe in you. So I have a lot of Sarah in the sense that she's very, um, not like faux optimistic. She preaches a lot and like gives people a lot of advice Mm. and then like. Necessarily doesn't take Has a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of blind spots and I feel like I have a lot of blind (laughs) spots. Guys, this is really just a podcast about just being self-aware, honestly, because Ivan's Mm. a self-aware king. Um I think I'm most like this. I mean, it pains me to say I'm I'm a Shannon. You think so? I got a lot of Shannon in me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and you know that I used to really dislike Shannon, and then this last season <laughs> happened, and now like I would lay my da- my life down for her too. I love her. maybe not that much. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't I would lay my life down for her. I have a lot of Shannon in me. I also have a lot of like early season Carol where I'm. I don't I, that's how that, Ooh, I see that I see that I do like I'm very like gray area vibes um you you hold a lot back which I feel like Carol did too yeah like you're very trepidatious you're observing a lot how much do I share how much do I give but then I have another you're, side of me and that's the Bethany side like bitchy or Ramona or something like bitchy witchy oh. bitchy witchy like evil Carlton I, my empath told me that. He said, I, you have two sides to you. You have a fairy, ethereal side, 
like very woodsy ethereal and then you have this mm. other side was like a witch and i was like oh Ooh, yeah drag me um ivan the game was so much fun but i want to talk to you about your latest endeavor and i want to pick your brain your entrepreneurial brain okay so ivan has just come out with a face oil and i used it this morning and last night and i have to tell you and i'm not even just saying this because you're my friend because i probably just like wouldn't have had you on the podcast (laughs) if i didn't like it um is I have dry skin and it really kind of like penetrated my skin, but I didn't leave it like oily because I don't like that. So I'm just like so proud of you. And I want to know like, how did you get started? Because I know people maybe who are listening are interested in starting like their own company, their own business. They have a product that they want to get out. But like, how did you really do this? So I started it because every month I would take my little hard earned little pennies to Sephora (laughs) <laughs> and to get my goods and one day like little pennies my pennies to sephora and mm-hmm. it struck me one day when i was in there i was like oh like nothing in this store is meant for me like it wasn't yeah. made with me in mind it's not even marketed to me like these people aren't even like searching for me you know what i mean like so yeah. i realized then like i realized in that moment like in my entire life of being like an active beauty consumer like i have never not once bought a product that was speaking to me marketed to me like had me in mind whatsoever yeah. it was like a very depressing thought like imagine if every time you walked into sephora it was like no one looked like you they weren't even like trying to get you you know what i mean like it's just yeah like this is very sad that i'm doing this and i had been using um at this on the same token like a lot of people think gay men are or like i guess people in the queer community are like very into skincare and like always on the latest thing but like that's rarely the case because I feel like a lot of people end up feeling very intimidated by Sephora and like what I just talked mm-hmm. about with like not feeling like it's their space. So yeah. I had sort of put those two things together and I had been mixing my own face oils for quite a bit of time. So I was like, I'm going to do something that at least like speaks to other people. Maybe that don't look exactly like me, but sort of like, I don't know, whatever misfits yeah. or people that aren't. The Island of Misfit Toys. A hundred percent. So it was, this was like, what, two and a half years ago? I remember I called you with the idea. Yeah. You were so supportive yeah. and you were so sweet. I um, was so excited because whenever, like, I remember, like, two years ago, maybe, I was like, my skin is truly going through it. And you were so kind and you sent me, like, some stuff that I still use. Like, I still, I rebuy it. Like, I repurchase because it really, really helped me. So, like, I know that you know what you're talking about. Um so yeah, I was just like so excited for you. And yeah, yeah, you called me. And I just I was like, okay, so I'm going to do this. And I had a little bit more time during the pandemic. Um, and I didn't want to, at least for my first product, like I think I didn't want to give people like a nine-step process because that can be really overwhelming. So I was like, Very what can I do? skin by Kim. Yes, exactly that. And like we have our, our mutual friend, Matt, who like didn't even know what a moisturizer was. And this is a gay man <laughs> living in West Hollywood. <laughs> in, in the epicenter so of West Hollywood. Yeah, he didn't, he, yeah, no. So I was like, okay, like, I'm going to help. And, like, even, like, my partner, like, not really into skincare, so I just, I was like, okay, I'm going to do one thing that's, like, easy and that people can, like, do. And so I quit my little legal job. I put all my pennies that I had left over into this, and <laughs> I'm in my Bethany Frankel in a bakery era. Like, I am. You are Bethany Bakes. 100% right now. Like, I'm walking around that, like, do you have a minute for skincare? <laughs> can I, can, I, can, I, can I offer you a few drops? 
No, I mean, everyone starts somewhere. And I think that that's something that's so important to remind everybody is like, no one just like wakes up one day and is like a mogul. Like you got to hustle. And I think that that's what you're doing. And I think it's great. And the packaging is truly beautiful. Like I didn't know that you had this side to you. I've known you for years, Ivan. I've known you for too many years. And I had no clue that you were this like artistic, like creative genius. I mean, I appreciate the compliment. I wouldn't. I, I mean, wouldn't go that far. The bottle is stunning. The box. I mean, it even came in like a. The packaging was really nice. Like it came in like a green, like, yeah, bag type sealable bag. What's that thing called? A bag. A bag. Um, yeah. Sure. It's a, and then a, bubble a box. Mailer. Thank you. A bu- It came in a beautiful green bubble mailer, and like the box was beautiful. Like it's so stunning. Thank you, Samantha. You're welcome. Um, also, I guess to answer your first question even more directly, because you asked me about like what would I say to other people, like yeah. one is like I was very scared. I mean, I'm ter- I'm still very, very terrified. Like it's I don't scary. necessarily have like a fallback uh, plan, but I don't regret it. And I truly like I'm. I know everyone talks about this, but it's like when you quit your job to pursue something like this, you end up working like twice or triple the amount. It's like it's a hundred percent true. Like mm-hmm. I have no life whatsoever anymore. All I do is this all the time, but I'm infinitely happier. Like yeah. before one work hour was you like were missing. hell, hell. You and now miserable. like there's not enough hours in the day and I don't mind working through dinner. Like, I don't know. It's if people are out there and like they want to do it, like I don't think they'll regret it from the sense of like happiness. Like it does feel very fulfilling. And I heard a really good quote on TikTok that I'll share. That was like, what if I told you that you are only 25 no's away from like complete happiness, complete success, like from where you want to be? you would be eager to go and collect those no's. Like you would be eager to go and collect that rejection because you would know yeah. that on the other side of that is like where you want to be. It's like something really great, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people get very discouraged once they hit a few no's or a few, you know, difficult points. And I feel like keeping that in mind has been, mm-hmm. I don't know, just like helpful. Like I, I look forward to like getting those rejections or hitting those like speed bumps or getting the no's or whatever because it's like, okay, let me collect 25 of these, keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm really just so proud of you. And I think it's really inspiring because you had like a very corporate job before this. Like, um, and now you're doing something that like you're really passionate about and that you love. And I think it's really amazing. Can I drop the name? I just realized I haven't said the name. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I haven't said the name either. Maybe you did. I forgot. Okay. Clearly like I'm not a marketing genius. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell, tell us the name and like how you got the name. Of course. So it's called Easy June. You can go to easyjune.com. You can also find me on Instagram and soon to be TikTok. Um, <gasps> You're going to be doing TikToks? Well, yeah, you got to. Yeah, you have to I start. I have to start. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok um, is so scary. Yeah. And I just got the name from like the idea of like, so typically June is considered Pride Month. And I like the idea of like, I don't know, an easy June sort of like being uh, emblematic of like an easy life and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just like accepting how things are and moving with the flow and I don't know, just sort of encompassing that. I think a lot of alternative lifestyles and people are often portrayed in this like tragic way or like it's all about the difficulties and it's all about the hardships and those type of things. And I really like the idea of just like, it's not always that and it's okay to be portrayed in a good light and a positive light, like just the idea of an easy June. Yeah. That's so sweet. Like, I've never heard you say this before. This is, and I feel kind of bad now. I'm like, wow, 
I'm a bad friend. I didn't ask. No, no. But I mean, um, do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to share with the people? No, just visit easydream.com. And I had two final questions for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, who would you rather have sex with, Brandy or Denise? Oh, what? Brandy or Sorry, Denise? Brandy or Denise? Uh, Denise. Denise. Okay. I think so too. Because I feel like she'd be crazy, but not like blood sucking. Yeah. And then I save my hardest question for last. Oh, okay. I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh, so this is at their best season. So not current, but like at whatever you think is constitutes their best season individually. Okay. So fuck, Mary kill, Potomac, okay. Beverly Hills, New York. At their best. At their best? Yeah, so like pick the best season of each. Potomac, Beverly Hills, or New York? Yeah. Uh, Ivan, that is so sick. <laughs> like, I can't even believe you're doing this to me. Um, I would fuck Atlanta for sure. I didn't say it. Wait. <laughs> you didn't? No, oh, I no, said, New York, Beverly Hills. Well, that was like really telling. Okay, I was I sorry. Atlanta. I mean, we can throw Atlanta in and re- replace New York. No, okay, so it's Potomac. Beverly uh, Potomac, Beverly Hills, and New York. Okay, so sorry. Um, I would, I would marry New York okay. because of just the longevity of their seasons. I feel like they had like the the longest run of like perfect seasons. Yeah. Um, I would, I would fuck Potomac because I feel like they're fun and crazy and like the good seasons are really, really juicy and like yeah. good time. Yeah. And I would kill Beverly Hills because their good seasons are really depressing and riddled with like suicide. Sam, that was completely the right answer. That's exactly what I would have said to you. <gasps> really? Yeah. I put my oh my God. In. I was curious what yours would have been. I thought you were going to marry Beverly Hills. No, you know, your, your logic was on point. Yeah. Cause I mean, the good seasons are like, Someone killed themselves. Right. Someone has Munchausen's slash Lyme disease. Someone is yeah. uh, being sued for it's tearing women down. And you know we love to tearing... uplift here. We love yeah. to uplift. This is an uplifting space. Women supporting women always. Even though I do find myself pitting women against each other constantly. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for joining me, Ivan. Tell everybody where they can follow you and purchase Easy June. Sure. So you can follow me on Easy June on the Easy June Instagram, which is at Easy June. You can also visit the site, which is www.easyjune.com. Beautifully curated, by the way. Very beautiful. beautiful. Or you can follow me on my personal Instagram, which is Ivan Science, which is S A E N Z 29. Thank you guys. Two it was nine. very, very fun. Yeah, thank you. And then, of course, please rate, review, and subscribe where you ever listen to podcasts. And follow me at Bravo Historian on Instagram and at Take Left on Twitter. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Huda Media Production.